0: Welcome back to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. Welcome back, all you regs, and to you all you shinies, welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast. Before we begin, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment on this video. We really, really much appreciate all your uh, feedback on stuff. And also... Uh, uh, also <laughs> stop messing up for the second dude, week of No, dude. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Also... If you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and now Twitch. That's right, what? we got a Twitch now. So um, probably soon I'll start doing a little series about streaming Jedi Fallen Order leading up to the release of the new game. So that should be fun. But as well as that, just, yeah, links in the description or in the link tree or somewhere. So be sure to go follow us on Twitch, turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we're streaming. But if you also wanna know when we're streaming, make sure to join the Discord. All announcements go out to the Discord. If you want to be super ultra mega cool and fun, join the Discord. we got a lot of cool people in there. A lot of cool time. Very fun time. So join yes. the Discord. And then finally, if you feel like you're going above and beyond supporting the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Link is in the description below. We do give away every month. And for February, we're going to be giving away the new 501st Battle Bank. Oh. It's a really cool set. So please be sure to join the Patreon if you want a chance at winning this. And also finally, uh, merch. Ding ding,
1: link we got, below. We got the merch. We got the merch. Link below we got the merch. Yes,
0: follow First week back at school. How are we feeling?
2: Wow. Awful, wah, dude. Wah. It's the third day, and I don't want to be here anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's technically my Friday, so we're chilling. I don't That's have any awesome. classes. You don't know class tomorrow? No, I I stacked my schedule so I have so. Oh, Monday, that is right. Mondays yep. and Wednesdays I have three classes in a row that are all two and a half hours. And I have 30 minutes in between class, which is just enough time to get from one end of the campus to the other. So um, mm. I'm basically nonstop those days. And then today I had intro to forensics. The teacher is a bonafide psychopath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, we, okay, class starts today. And he starts going, you know, if if we just decided to put boots on the ground, we could, we could just go in there and we could take over Russia. And then after we take over Russia, North Korea would be scared, so we could no! just go in and take them over. What? I think he's and, onto something here. And then after that, we'll just we'll have we'll have China in a pickle, and then we can take them and take over the world. And he said that five times when different people walked in the class, and everybody just was kind of like, uh, like really kind of just like, what is this dude serious? Like he's a, he's cuckoo. He's straight up screwed in the head. So there's him, and then I have my politics class, which is terrible because it's politics. I hate politics, but the dude is like. Yeah, It was so funny. He was like, I'm going to do my best to hide my political views. And then the the next sentence, he made it very obvious which way he was leaning. So I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. I don't care that much. And um, he just kind of holds himself with uh, this regard that he's better than everybody. You're not allowed to miss his class at all, unless it's for if you're sick with COVID or you're getting married. And that's it. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> so he acts like he's the most important thing. That's what um, my politics race, teacher was too. Or, um, I hate him. Like, literally, I was sitting there in the entire class just like, like, I hate that dude. And then finally, I have finite math. And today in finite math, they're like, today we're going to learn about Venn diagrams. I was like, I did not know. I walked into Montessori class. <laughs> I have, like, I sit there and I'm like, there's no way people are taking notes on this and asking questions. Like, this is like straight fifth grade math. And I'm like, what is going on? So there's that. So today was like uh, my Tuesdays and Thursdays are boring as heck. So um, I look Dang. forward to my my studio classes. And I have a film class now. And it's a cool side note, there's posters all over the department for movies that people have worked on. There's a poster for, um, uh, what is it? What is that movie uh, that people say is a Christmas Die Hard. There's a poster for yep. Die Hard. There's a poster for Batman Forever. There's a poster in my classroom for Rogue One. In the hallway, there's a poster for The Mandalorian because <coughs> Dave Filoni. Um, and then in the <laughs> studio, there's a poster for a Jason Bourne f- film. Uh, the new Blade Runner, the old Blade Runner, and um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's cool. So so that's, that, yeah, that <clears throat> that class is going to be fun. But that's my week. sweet. Nice.
1: Yeah, my week, I only have four classes this semester because it is my last semester of college. So I'm just kind of cruising. None of my classes are too hard. As long as I keep up with the work this semester, it should be easy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be a lot less stressed and a lot less tired than I was last semester. That's good.
2: Yeah, my Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, so I literally have one class, so... I go, I have to go to my PT in the morning and then I go right to the gym and just grab a quick breakfast and go to class in my gym clothes. So it's kind of nice because then right after class, none of my roommates are there so I can just shower, get cleaned up and do whatever I need to do. And especially for tomorrow, I have a lab at three, which is going to be an admin lab and we have to sit there while they're like, when you're training in the snow this year, make sure you wear your gloves, everyone. You know your hands could get a little cold, and make sure you bring your wet weather and your cold weather gear because you don't want to get wet or cold. When literally we will never use that equipment when I go to real army, but it is I, what it is.
1: I um I've also been starting to hit the gym six days a week again today, <sighs> uh, or this week, and um it's like tough that first week, you know, because you have to get back into your you mm-hmm. know your diet and all that stuff. I've been having the most vile bowel movements this week like absolutely it's just i'm in constant like Mm -hmm. fear of what's to come so aside from that um (laughs) i just it's just dude it's terrible it's like what normally would take 10 minutes takes 10 hours i just Mm
0: -hmm. it's absolutely terrible i had my leg day today and i and i got to the
1: gym when i sat in my car
0: and i looked at the door and i went I don't wanna go in. <laughs>
2: Dude, I did chest. I started doing Arnold Arnold curls. Do you guys do that? What's Arnold curls? You take dumbbells like this and you go up and then like down like that. Dude, it does something else to your shoulders. It is so nice.
0: That is what I do for my for my my chest down my shoulder press. That's like the second workout I start my day with. And it's like,
1: oh! I have a jacked up shoulder. So I, can, mm-hmm. I can't, can't do mind. that.
0: But I had uh with my leg day, I did like that leg press. did leg press, I did my yeah. squats. Um, and it was really weird because there was this girl trying to do deadlifts like right in front of like where I was doing. Because I used the hack squat thing. Yeah. So it was, she was standing like right in front of the thing. So I was literally doing everything like this.
1: Dude, this it, floor is very floory today. Like, this um, ceiling looks really yeah. pretty. Um, yeah. But no
0: workout had me straight feeling like I was going to vomit. So it means I did a good job. Yes.
1: Aside from all this, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, now that you guys are done listening to us talk about school, and school, gym. and gym, yes. and,
0: and you cool guys things. think we're hot, so you like. To if you, you
1: want it. to be a productive person well, in life, have a consistent sleep schedule, or attempt the- to have a consistent diet, or attempt to and be active, you will yes. have longevity in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes. So, so podcast related, we have just a couple announcements. Yep. Um, first, um, there's a now another adjusted upload schedule. We are hoping to just <laughs> stick with this upload schedule again. Thank you for bearing with us through all the kinks in figuring out what works best for us there's and recording yes we are very mm -hmm. and uh so tika's trading post if you would have noticed from last week is now up being uploaded every saturday instead of every monday um so you can expect those to be up on saturdays at 9 a.m eastern time but not this week um because there's nothing to talk about there's really nothing to talk about because
2: we also decided that if there's there was only two pieces of news that we could really find for tika's this week anyway so we were just like why not just hold it for next week
0: if there was three pieces of news Maybe,
2: but two, <laughs> it's not nah. worth our time and it's not worth your time to watch. We're trying to like anything.
1: We talked about maybe having like a discussion topic, but like it, Tika's supposed to be about the products, yeah. So we didn't really see a reason to have that sort of thing, yeah. and that's but, fine. So, but yeah, so Tika's, there's that Tika's card is empty this week, but yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that covers everything. So mm-hmm. if, you know, just keep out, keep on the lookout. We will let you guys know on the podcast if there's going to be a Tika's or not every week, mm-hmm. so um. Or just tune in every Saturday. And if mm-hmm. nothing gets uploaded at 9 a.m., that either means that we had some technical difficulties, which in that case, you should jump in the Discord and know. Um, or we would just you can just assume that nothing's being uploaded. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. But also just stay on your toes for our sporadic and random review <laughs> uploads. Yeah, yeah. We're working on... There's some quality issues here and there with some of them. Yes. But we're working on that. We're working on constantly improving. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah um getting into your what's new section though. yeah what else mm-hmm. is new so jacob had a big thing yeah, this yeah really very very thing. exciting last actually saturday,
0: i finally i finally went and i did this so i finally ended up getting my chimera tattoo um it was last saturday was it it was saturday Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. just saturday yeah. yep. so it's almost been a week yeah but i was at work with tommy And then I went to the printer in the back room and I printed out the Chimera and like cut it out and I taped it to my arm just to get like, uh, how big I want it to be and this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the shop because it's not too far from where we work and I'm going to go and get a quote. So I walk in there and I'm like, so how much do you think something about this size all filled in is going to be? And they're like about $500. I was like, that's what I was thinking. So I'm about to leave and the owner of the shop is standing right there. He goes, that's a really cool design and that's a really cool placement. Tell you what, you do it today, I'll do it for uh, $300. And I was like, I have from Jackson from Christmas, that $100 gift voucher to the shop. So I'm only paying $200 for this. And I was like, that I might do. So I called my manager and I was like, hey, can I do this? And she was like, sure. And I was like, Tommy, you're going to be shorthanded for the rest of work because I'm going to go do this. Uh, I ran home. I scarfed down a hot pocket. I drank an entire cup of orange juice so I wouldn't pass out. They um, gave you my McDonald's orange juice. Mm-hmm, gave me some of that, too. <laughs> it was yummy, yummy. Uh, but, yeah, and now I got this. It's in. Thank goodness it's at a distance because right now it's in the peeling stage. I, I, There's, like, pictures that I have from, like, when I first got it. There might be one that comes up if Tommy feels like putting it in. If he doesn't, I don't care that much.
1: Um, it's right there anyway. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. see it. It's actually covering Jacob right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The picture, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh but no, I'm super happy with it. It's really sick. It hurt really bad, uh, especially like in here and like down towards my my little flexy area right here. And I was like, uh I would like this to end. And then uh <laughs> I've of course after the fact I didn't I looked at the stencil not hard enough. There's a couple little mistakes in it that I've noticed that I'm kinda like, oh bummer. But now it's but, your own. Yeah. So probably in the future, because the guy does free <clears throat> touch ups, I might go back and be like, hey, can we fix these they're supposed to be uh like spikes on the back end of this guy and then there's supposed to be dots lining the uh, bellies of them so uh, like, um and then he filled in the mouth on this on accident and forgot this guy's bottom teeth so <laughs> um there's like it's like the the mistakes that are there are like so minimal if you look at it at a distance you're not gonna be able to tell um if you're just like a casual fan you're not gonna be able to tell but for me, since I'm like this to it all the time, I'm like, oh, that's a thing. But it's pretty epic, though. Yeah, yeah. I I like it a lot. It's exactly what I wanted. I think it's pretty cool. Do you show grandma? No, that's I haven't funny, <laughs> seen grandma yet. So wait till she sees it. She'll be like, now I can look hot in the gym with my tatted arm.
1: Yeah, there you so go. You get
2: tats mm-hmm. all over. Damn,
1: yeah, damn at some point right I'm now. gonna get um. I'm going to spend some time with uh, my dad. We're going to illustrate what the full sleeve would look like. My, my dad is super against this, but I think it would, and I know it'd be super <laughs> painful, but I think it'd be super cool to get the Republic cog on the elbow, like right there, like Jesse's Republic cog mm-hmm. just on my elbow. Um, it would hurt would really bad for placement choice. I
2: think a shoulder would look better because
1: we already have know. the J guys there. Yeah.
2: Oh, c- yeah. oh because they're right. And then I the do want to get
1: Rex's T visor. Um, underneath the J-Guys, okay. and then what I want to do is get, like, 501 down the inside of my bicep, which is also going to hurt really bad, probably. Because then mm-hmm. you can flex and go. Yeah, and then you can see 501 <laughs> when I flex, um, and then just, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with, because it's going to be a full sleeve, mm-hmm. I need to figure out what I'm going to do with the, Tattoo, all the rest of my arm. a clone gauntlet? A comlink? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cringe <laughs> if I just had another gauntlet on my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I have two different ideas right now. One idea that I'm kicking around is either A, on this forearm, doing uh, either wrapping around like a bracelet or going like this, and huttees doing the members of my family like a chain code, like in Boba's armor. That's pretty cool. So either that, or I think it would be really cool to do Darth Maul's tattoos down my entire arm.
1: Dude, that would be be pretty badass. I think both. Oh, it would it would Certainly suck. A mug, but um,
0: both of which I think would be pretty cool, and uh, I'm not in the market to do either of them right now.
1: So. Yeah, that's I I did go to the shop that you guys go to and got a quote on my. Oh, okay. this was over the summer. I did this actually. I got a quote on the visor. They're like, yeah, easy hundred bucks. We would just get that, fill that in for you. Not a bad one idea. session. I was like, because I'm debating. I, I think right now I don't want to do the teeth of the underneath the visor. If you know what I mean. Okay. Um, I would just do like the black t-shaped visor from yeah. rex's phase one mm-hmm. or phase two um armor but mm-hmm. i still like i said i need to figure out the rest of the design see what it would look like how
0: long did that one you're the one on your shoulder this took, took less
1: bit? than an hour yeah. okay
0: how, yeah, how long was your thing. longest one
2: i don't know i was gonna say no well, no this was only an hour so it had to be this one because it had the filling anyway no
0: that one wasn't very long at all because i stood there the whole time it was maybe only like 30 45 minutes no shoot you're right This this was two and a half hours. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember. Everybody I talked to, they were like, "That's your first one. That's kind of big for your first one." And I was like, "Yeah," but I was like, "If I'm gonna do just one and just get one for the rest of my life, this is what I would want to do." So um,
1: nothing. I'll never. I'll never forget when Jackson like because at the at the time Jackson was literally skin and bone on his chest. Um, and so I remember when he came up after he got it outlined, the five, and he was like, "Dude." I'm in the most pain I have ever been in my that life. That was, the chest is. really I think painful. if you got it filled in now, you know, you would really be fine. I, think I don't really want it did.
2: filled in because I like how it looks That's now. That's fair. I don't That's like fair. it because I don't like massive color. I like the blue anyway, just the yeah. thin that it is. I'm
0: the exact opposite. When they were doing the outlining, it was like, it was uncomfortable, but I was like, I can do this all day. I could stand this. And then... I thought the shading the was going to be easy. because I was like, it's going to be multiple needles. It's going to be more surface area. It's not going to hurt that bad. And I've heard other people say it doesn't hurt that bad. Like mine they... didn't
1: hurt at all when mm-hmm. I got it filled in.
0: And, um, it, it was, it was bad. It was, it went from when you're just getting outlined. It, it feels like you're just getting a shot like done really quick over and over again. And that's not bad at all. But when you are getting it filled in, maybe it's because yours was less surface area than mine. It, literally, it it feels like somebody's like taking a cheese grater to your skin and sh- 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 and scraping it. Mm-mm. It was like it was like this weird, it was like it was like hot water, but it like hurt differently than hot water. It was like yeah. burning hot water, like fire burning, not like hot water burning. <laughs> it was it was like it was a really weird pain sensation that I never really gotten before, but um yeah, uh hopefully I get done peeling soon so I can I'm kind of over putting gel on it, and then you only
1: have one more week, and then you be yeah, you're yeah, good. okay. Um, so. But
0: yeah, cool. And then Tommy's got some,
1: yeah. So I have I have a big announcement. So yeah. I am officially a member of the five zero first legion. I'm I'm very very excited. This has been a long process in the making, and um, I was really really excited. It doesn't when, feel like it's
0: been that long. No. It's been since
1: twenty twenty. Since twenty twenty was when I started. I it. guess mm-hmm. yeah, twenty twenty three now. Well,
0: I think if you count up the total amount of time that you've been doing, it wasn't that long just because you were just on and off with it. You just yeah, got that's busy true. and there was yeah. p- periods of time where you like, you wouldn't touch it at
1: all. Yeah. But yeah, so my, my Arc Commander Blitz armor is officially done. It is now, um, I'm now an official member. My TKID is, um, well my AR number for Arc Trooper so it's AR14589 um the reason I chose that number as my first choice was because um 4589 is Arc Commander Blitz's CT number in canon so that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. pretty cool for me I'll always have a, a a remembrance of my first costume that I did for all my other um ones that I plan to do um I'm very, very happy to finally be done with this process, and now I can do all the fun things like troop and go to events and get, like, cool T-shirts and trading cards and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that comes with it.
0: And to all you pricks out there that are in the 501st, you took all of the i helped him find his his ct number and i scoured oh. the oh. entire list to find a 1313 13. they were all gone everything that had like any english to do with 213s in the same number they were all gone so you all suck you all suck cuz that's what i wanted to do from when i do mine dang that's so. okay
1: <laughs> screw you guys but not actually. But actually, screw you guys. <laughs> at first, I was like, "What the hell are you saying?" It's like, dude? "What are we doing?" Because okay. now I'm in the cult, so now I have to like, I have to back Adhere up here the cult, the at cult. All cost. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah but the,
0: you're also in the mini cult of the podcast but
1: yeah Mini i'm, I'm super i'm super super happy with it you know it's like now my armor's done like i can like make tweaks to it now if i want to um i already have we already made a couple tweaks to it so it's a more comfortable fit mm-hmm. um but yeah we're going to an event in a couple weeks um it's gonna be my first official event um it's uh, the Erie otters um our local hockey team is doing a star wars night um and there are about i want to say 12 to 16 of us signed up for it's people coming up from pittsburgh and stuff um my our garrison in our area is called star killer garrison which is pretty ironic for how much i dump on star killer on the podcast yep. um yeah it's so there's like i know there's a guy coming up as republic commando sev there's going to be a darth mm-hmm. vader um a couple stormtroopers couple tie pilots couple jawas we've got um my dad's going to do his commander Bly for this event oh um, okay cool we've got nice. uh a han solo that's coming up we've got um A few other, I want to say imps that are coming up and I'm not sure, maybe another clone, Um, but either way, it's going to be a blast. We're going to do the event and uh, we're going to be bringing Commander Chris 2.0 along uh, so he can join in on the fun too.
0: Nice. um, Sweet. um, Quick question.
1: Quick answer. Did you want me to bring my camera and shoot the event? Dude, that'd be awesome. Jackson's already going because he's Mm going to squire the event um, because Jackson is working on his uh, ARC Trooper 5's armor. So Mm -hmm. he's going to be doing what I did, which was like, um, basically, you're like our security detail. You're going to make sure we don't trip over anything. And uh, you're going to make sure that um, uh, nobody gets a little too handsy with Mm -hmm. the uh, with the armored people who can't see very well, Yeah, um, because it doesn't happen almost at all. But every once in a blue moon, you'll get um, normally a teenager That thinks it would be hilarious to try and push over the, um, the stormtroopers or the clone Uh troopers or something, Mm. um, because that's really silly, goofy and Mm -hmm. hilarious. Let's get that video for TikTok. Um, yeah, but so yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what he'll do. And then, yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to come film, that'd be, that'd be dope actually.
0: And eventually, eventually we'll get you out and we'll do that photo shoot. Yeah. But my entire idea was with snow. And now all the snow's gone. It's snowing tomorrow. Well, who knows?
1: February is a big month for snow in our area. So,
0: if we get. So, what time are you, are your classes tomorrow?
1: It's at noon. It's noon to noon 50. Okay. And then I work all day. Oh, uh, I get out of work at 7. So, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say,
0: I'm downtown at noon for lunch tomorrow. Ah. So, I was gonna go, that would work. I could just go pick you up and put all the stuff in the back
1: of my truck. You'd have to help suit me up. Yeah. You would see how much of a pain in the ass it is mm-hmm. to get that stuff on and on. Because the Lord blessed me with, with a badonkadonk. But when you're trying to take off clone armor with that and shimmy off the cod piece, it's, it's not exactly compatible for that body type. So. <laughs> so...
0: Nice, nice. But yeah,
1: so now that we've spent about 15 to 20 minutes yep. um, talking about ourselves and how cool we are mm-hmm. and how how awesome and neat we are, Um, Now let's talk about some freaking Star Wars. Shall we? Yeah.
0: So. Um, Some Star Wars. Once again, Pedro Pascal continues to have an absolute chokehold on the streaming industry. (laughs) (laughs) With a new trailer out for Mando Season 3. Come here um, on Monday Night Football at 8.15
1: p.m. The game started at 8.15 p.m. I don't think the trailer came out until yeah. close to 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah, but uh, no, absolutely. If you haven't seen it already, Link is going to be somewhere or if not, just
1: Google Mandalorian trailer. It's it's the first thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll, see. you'll see it. You'll find so it. So Dude, it was like... I, it, Mando's weird for me. It's one of those things where like, I'm never like... Oh, I'm so excited for Mando until like it's happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, like until like, like ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget how much I like Mando until it's like right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. yeah like with the other shows like the bad batch and andor like my anticipation was growing as it got closer whereas with this it was it wasn't up until the day of the trailer drop that i was like hyped for mm-hmm. it and it did not disappoint yep no, it really did. It was, it
2: was just perfect in every way we got so much too that it makes me question how much we're gonna see in the first episode or two i would of say
1: show. almost no I would say not, I would say more than half of it was new shots, Yes, which I was very happy to see. I thought it was going to be mostly reused shots, except for maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm most excited about what are we going to see with that
0: little Jedi temple?
1: Yeah. Is that
0: just going to be Grogu's rescue? Is that going to be Mandalorian stealing the dark saber?
1: So yeah, so Jacob and I, of course, you know, we'd be calling each other after a trailer drops or something. Um, And so that night, Jacob and I were talking a little bit about that flashback because you have multiple Jedi in the Jedi temple Mm. and there the door is being cut open, not by a lightsaber, by some sort of laser cutter or fusion cutter or something. Um, And there's a couple different ways I feel like that could go. I think the more obvious one and I think the way that it will end up going is going to be um it's gonna be more yeah it's gonna be more of a peek into how to grogu got taken from the jedi temple Mm -hmm. um but i think that there's also a very real possibility that it could have something more to do with the history of the dark saber so we know in the clone wars i don't remember if it's pre-vizsla or bo-katan that says it um in the clone wars but one of them talks about how the dark saber was is Vizsla. Okay. Yeah, Vizsla. Yeah, so one of them talks about how the dark was originally after Tar Vizsla died, who was the Mandalorian Jedi in the mm-hmm. Old Republic time. The Jedi kept it as a relic like as an an item of importance in the temple. And then one day, um I, I don't know if this was during or after the Mandalorian wars with the Jedi, um back in the Old Republic time, uh the Mandalorians broke into the temple, stole the dark saber and left. So this might be that sequence because those Jedi we haven't seen the robes, so we won't know like if yeah. this is. Um, I was gonna say, is this gonna be a first peek in the High Republic? I that think it'd would be epic. Be so cool. It'd be if pretty it was. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think more likely though it's gonna be the Grogu backstory thing, you know, completing not that a bad the idea. Arc, which I, you know, I'm whatever about. I'm kind of mm-hmm. yeah. I'm happy with it if it means more Anakin.
2: Because now, when I think about it too, especially in the trailer, we got those Mandalorian action shots. You know, like they're with Mando or they're fighting somebody. But we don't know who. You know, Moff Gideon's gone. What's to fight at this point? Obviously, Mandalorians. Sure, maybe other Mandalorians. But I feel like now we're going to get more hints of what's going on with the Empire. Especially after seeing the Kaminoan scientist just cruising around Coruscant. It yeah, was like, yeah. no way. So that's a
1: point that I really wanted to bring up. So we have that sweeping shot of Coruscant and that alone made my jaw drop. I didn't, na- I never thought we would be visiting Coruscant in nope. the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do see Dr. Pershing is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, we do see him, the guy that looks exactly like Michael from Rex and Around. Yep. Um, we see him in a speeder kind of gazing around at the cityscape. Um, I think it's being piloted by a droid. I'm not sure, um, but he's the only one in the speeder. Uh, I'm assuming one of two things here. The first would be a more boring option. It would be that he is under arrest that the new Republic has him and they're transporting him from one facility to another. That being said, I don't think they would have him in an open air speeder doing that in the the higher levels of Coruscant, Mm. unless he's going to trial or something with the new Republic. Um, but my second, my theory personally is that he is, Why would he be on Coruscant? For one of two reasons. One, he is visiting Moff Gideon at a maximum security prison because we do know Moff Gideon is being held by the New Republic. Yes. Um, so maybe he's going to visit him to get some information. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe as the next steps of the plan um, as to what they're going to do uh, with the force sensitive, with the M count, the midichlorians mm-hmm. and all that stuff they did with Grogu. Or um, maybe he's going to where there's maybe a vault or maybe they haven't completely cleared out Palpatine's headquarters mm-hmm. uh, in the Senate building and there's some secret passage in the Senate building that he's able to access somehow um, that he will get some sort of relic that has to do with Palpatine and will help further tie in the sequel trilogy to the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So probably what I'm banking on is because already if we're going with the idea
0: that the new Republic is holding Gideon on Coruscant, that goes from the air to the empire books, because in the uh, sequels we see the new Republic is not on Coruscant. They're on Hosnian
1: prime. Mm -hmm. It's on different planets
0: in air to the empire the headquarters initially was the emperor's palace on Coruscant. Um, so that's where it all gets started in that book. So hope I'm hoping that they kind of canonize some more pieces from that. we see kind of like the, what's supposed to be the emperor's palace on Coruscant. Maybe like that's where everything, because that's what the home base is for the new Republic, uh, in, in the book. Mm-hmm. and uh luke skywalker and leia and han will hang around there and leia's all pregnant and stuff so maybe uh maybe that will tie in and we'll get to see like pre-ben or something it'd be cool um this there's is, we're starting to get close to
1: like when he should be born they things should start tying in i think it's only mm-hmm. a matter of time before we start seeing some some more original trilogy characters yeah. other than just luke skywalker mm-hmm. um There's a, I think, honestly, this trailer gives a lot to offer in, in terms of theory crafting for like season three. Um, I have, there's a lot that's left up to be like decided with, with the Mandalorian. I still think it's going to be a Mandalorian civil war. I I think that's the direction we're heading in here. Um because uh we see so those mandalorians that had like that hodgepodge armor yeah. um that is apparently clan eldar which I appears in that. Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. um I didn't I didn't pick up on that until I saw it pointed out um in like an explanation video for the trailer mm-hmm. um so that's really cool that they're that I mean it's totally Dave Filoni putting in more rebel stuff into in mando um which leads me to believe if we're going to be seeing other clans um maybe sabine will help din learn a little bit better how to manage the dark saber you know as she was taught from Kanan. that would be a good reason why they would show her off at celebrations yep yep wouldn't ahsoka
2: take place during the same time as this too we
1: don't know yeah we don't know
2: that would be cool sabine was in it That'd be cool. Very Actually,
0: cool. no, it would be happening either just about the same time or a little bit after, because not the last time we saw Ahsoka, but in her episode, she was hunting for Thrawn. True. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be happening probably right after she leaves in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. What if
2: it's like what if Ahsoka also works the same way the Book of Boba did, where it's a chapter in the Mandalorian's story as well? Although like it's Ahsoka show, the Mandalorian might be in it here
0: and there.
1: So I think like, at some point he'll absolutely be. So
0: like, what I'm kind of hoping for is that this everything that's like Disney Plus shows right now, it kind of revolves around the Mando verse. So it's like Mando, Book of Bova, Book of Boba overlaps Boom. it. Hopefully, Ahsoka is going to overlap it. And it's gonna end up with Thrawn being the new big bad guy, and then we're gonna have like some like thing at the very end, like where everybody comes together to fight Thrawn.
1: They've already said that this Ooh. is all gonna come together at the end, and there's gonna be this big like apex event at the end, like an endgame style, like mm-hmm. huge conflict where everybody like so you are absolutely right. Like every all these shows are revolving around one another and they're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um I hope that the Ahsoka show spins back around and doesn't entirely just become a spin-off. Um, but then again, I also really want to delve deep into what's going on with Hera, what's going on with Sabine, what's going on with Ahsoka. I want to get what's that connection. Ron? What's going on? What's going on with of Caleb's kid? Ron. Yeah. Jason that Solo. That, Jason I think that's Solo. something I that completely Jason forgot Syndulla. to mention
2: as well, because at the end of Rebels, which most people haven't seen Rebels, what are you doing? Kane Lame. has a kid. He obviously breaks the Jedi code and has a relationship with Hera, but he has a kid. On so now, I like, do. where's that kid? You know, he's probably going around, is this kid also going to be Force-sensitive like his father? So these handlebars got tassels on them. Bro. Whoa! I don't know what okay, he's talking never
1: mind. about. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, We're skipping this now. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> but I do think, though, so there's that scene where the Mandalorians, so you see the night owls, they're dropping on this city. Yeah. I think that's Navarro. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the battle
2: sequences look like Navarro. Probably, I
0: will. Say. It will probably be Tatooine. If we know Star Wars, everything Shut goes back to t- no, Tatooine.
1: no. I, I'm gonna lose my mind if we see Tatooine in this season again, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably will because Boba probably gonna be involved for a no, backwater
0: I- planet. It seems like it's the center of the galaxy. Disney, Disney <laughs> loves
1: to show us Tatooine, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think, honestly, we're being led to believe that this conflict is not going to be as central as we think it is. I think what's going to happen is Din's going to get caught in the middle um, between the two factions because I think he's going to go to get atoned for his sins, at, which I think is stupid in the first place that he's doing that. Um,
0: well, if all you've ever known your entire life was this order and then like, True. The one thing that you were really looking out for leaves, and now it's kind of back. You're like, well, what else am I supposed to do? He literally lost his entire identity. And probably the change is going to be he's going to go to Mandalore, he's going to seek Atonement, everything's going to happen. At the final second, he's going to be like, no, what? No, I decide against this. I'm going to be my own person. And he's going to take off his helmet and we're all going to see that handsome man, Pedro Pascal. Uh, and, um, and then Oscar Isaac's going to run on, on set and they're going to start calling each other daddy. Cause that's something that they do. And then,
1: uh, yeah, I think that he's going to get to Mandalore <laughs> and Bo-Katan who's already jealous of him. And honestly is becoming almost another adversary for him in the show because she just wants the dark saber so badly um, she should not have it.
0: She's lost. She shouldn't have it.
1: Nope. Um, she, I think Mando is going to go to her and in finding out, like in trying to find this little, well, I think that it's going to be revealed to her that he is not a blood Mandalorian. Because if you remember from season two, Oh, fair. Bo-Katan tells Boba Fett that he's not a real Mandalorian because it's not by blood. Even though he's a literal clone of Jango Fett, who is a Mandalorian. She still so tells him that blood, he's, yeah. So she all still the tells her are Mandalorians. Technically, but then she does tell him that he's not a Mandalorian. So I think that that's a a problem that she has. And she always talks about how it's like her bloodline. And this is like, you know, it's an heirloom, the Darksaber is, for like blood Mandalorians. So I think that that's going to be... What makes her like, oh, you're not worthy of the Darksaber. And then Din Mm -hmm. decides he needs to get the hell out of there. And then um, that's going to cause a conflict between the Children of the Watch. They're going to find allies and then they're going to have to fight and everything's going to come to a head in Navarro, Mm -hmm. which I think would be cool to see Mando's fighting in an urban cityscape type thing. I think that'd be dope. But
0: I, I really hope Darth Maul makes an appearance. Shut yeah, oh. honestly, dude,
1: honestly, that's what I'm rooting for and the whole show's going to be garbage if he does not yeah. Did you see there was a Mandalorian with a clone trooper pauldron or what appeared to be like some no. sort of like either imperial or republic pauldron? No. That I, didn't it, see I that. Um, Skywalker Hendrix, shout out to Skywalker Hendrix. He sent me a picture Skywalker of this. Hmm. Um that's pretty dope though. But yeah, it was, oh, was uh, a nice
0: logo on your phone.
1: Yeah, it's a very cool logo. What oh, that's for up-and-coming project, perhaps? Ooh. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're 30 minutes into this video, you deserve to get a little inklage. No. Um, so he showed, he showed this. It's got this this pauldron here. Yeah. Looks like Captain
0: Rex's actually. It does.
1: It does look like some oh, sort wow. of clone trooper pauldron. What does. Um,
0: OC creators are going to go whack over that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Huh. But yeah, so um, I'm really hoping that You know, I I really just like more unique Mando designs, and I hope that Hasbro pulls the trigger and starts using some of that, uh, all that reuse and repainting that they do to good use and just makes a bunch of, like, even if it's, like, multi-packs, just make a bunch of, like, store-exclusive random colors of Mandalorians. I I would buy them up. Mm, I was about to say that they're probably not going to do that, but
0: knowing how much they cash in on Mando stuff, they probably will, actually. Um... But actually, three hours before filming this podcast, they also dropped the directors.
1: They did, they for, did, they did uh,
0: for the episodes.
1: So. These are the confirmed directors right now for Mando season three. Um, one is, and I'm gonna butcher these names. It's Rick Famuyi- Famuyiwa, I think. I hope he's he's directed a ton of episodes of the Mandalorian already. Do you want to say it right? Go ahead, say it. Yeah,
0: right. let me read it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give Rick the Famuyiwa. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Family, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Family, yeah, but he's directed a ton of episodes. Mm-hmm. Already. And then
0: we got uh, Rachel Morrison. She's directed some Black Panther. We got Lee Isaac Chung. We got Carl Weathers. We got Peter Ramsey from the Spider Verse. And then we have Bryce Dallas Howard. So
1: very good directors. I, the only one I don't recognize is Lee Isaac Chung. I've never seen Minari, which is what he's listed as having directed Let me before. Look him up real quick. Minari. Um, um, yeah, it's like a yeah.
0: Lee, what's his name?
1: Lee Isaac, Isaac Chung, Chung. I S A A C. What's his What's his deal? Oh, we've seen know. him before. Oh, oh i yeah, seen yeah we've seen this guy before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Mando does all the right things normally. I'm not concerned about it being a being a dud or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I can't wait mandos it's only like 40 days away isn't that crazy
2: yeah it's gonna be insane that in intersects with bad Batch, though that's the only like uh, that's what i'm happy about about.
1: i'm honestly happy about that shooting will be hell that's what i mean yeah two podcast episodes a week will be will be hell but it'll be fun for you guys to watch Mm. all the content yeah are we talking about this logo or no we're not no 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 what logo nothing so now that we're almost
2: 40 minutes into the podcast maybe we should talk about bad batch
1: (laughs) the bad batch wait a minute wait a minute what the bad batch what no way so yeah so season two episode four of the bad batch aired as of recording this yesterday Um, yeah it's
2: called faster
1: faster it's called need for speed need for speed but you know basically just episode one but Star Wars Bad Batch now. Um, we have a new form of pod racing called riot racing um, where there's guns involved now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the vehicles seem a lot more modular. They seem a lot more uh mm-hmm. a lot more aggressive, which is a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, I really like this episode to be honest with you. I had a lot of I mean and I know Jacob's going to get into his his feelings on the episode in a second here, but I I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was fun. Tech is my favorite member of the Bad Batch, so it was really fun to see an episode where he got to be in the spotlight more um, and have him figure out a situation. And and the biggest thing for me was it wasn't so centric on Hunter or Omega. We've gotten so much of those two characters mm-hmm. in the first season into the second season, and I know one of our biggest complaints from the first season was the lack of development on tech and echo specifically mm-hmm. yeah. and we've gotten even just in the first couple episodes we've gotten some good development on echo and then some really good development on tech in this this mm-hmm. season so far
0: echo was a real good supporting character in the first two episodes and then they took him out for this one i think that i think that's probably what made <laughs> me the most upset i was like come on man I took my favorite He's barely in this show enough. And you took him out completely. <laughs> so I'll let Jackson talk about what he thought.
2: I enjoyed it. See, the first time I watched it, I was kind of on the train of like, oh, like after coming off last week, going to what we had now. Thank you for that, Jacob. I'll kill you. But, on after, wh- <laughs> <laughs> but after coming off what we had last week, it was at first when I watched it, I was like, dang it. Like I really was hoping we were going to get something like awesome happening with Cody or some mission where they ditch Sid now finally, but I rewatched it and I was like, okay, I'm fine with it. It was just, it's the hype train that always comes along where you want it to be more when it comes out. But then afterwards, when you're rewatching it, like, oh, this is fine. I'm okay with it. Because like Tom said, it is a good episode to develop tech and it's a nice, like fun, like it's a breath from the action i know hybrid was talking about that in our discord as well not every episode can be the action-packed stuff that we want it to be there has to be a breath of fresh air there has to be something different
1: well not to mention that like m- there's been a lot of episodes of the bad batch that are kind of like one-offs there's like you know kind of like a side story exactly where i I don't really care for them and like when i rewatch the bad batch i'll normally skip over those ones like trace and rafa even and that's just kind of yeah. like a Okay. Yeah, like oh, like that's a character I remember from The Clone Wars and then that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. But like with this episode I actually genuinely found myself enjoying it and and there's a moment I thought was hilarious where the droid teo he mm. gets destroyed the first time they put him back together and he starts to yeah. walk away and he gets destroyed <laughs> again and i just my dad and i on purpose yeah my dad and i got to watch this episode together and that was fun because i really don't get to do that um with him anymore and it was like we both burst out laughing that he got destroyed that second time it it's was ridiculous. it was fun but mm. yeah but Jacob go ahead let's let's hear you hear your thoughts. So
0: by no means do I say do I think that this episode like if it's a standalone thing I think it sucks. I don't I don't. It's a good episode. My problem comes with the fact that this is season 2. We don't need character development anymore unless it's a real paradigm shift in somebody's character but then again that comes from main story beats. I just think I'm gonna say the f-word. I think it was filler. Um, the, the episode really just kind of felt like it was, it was so completely off the beaten path of what the tone has been set for, for this season. So far, the tone has been set within the first three seasons. looks like it was going to get seasons, seasons, three episodes. (sighs) It feels like it's going to get a little bit more serious, especially coming off the heels of what we saw with Crosshair and Cody in the last episode, Cody going AWOL. We don't know what happen- what's going to happen to Crossair, whether he's going to stay loyal. He looks like he's having conflicting feelings, but he doesn't know like what he's going to do. Rampart looks like he's being more and more dismissive of the clones. What's going to happen with them? We've gotten Tannis in the trailer. We know that Cody's AOL, Rex is in the season. What's all going to happen? We know that things are going to come, but this was just, it was so completely off the beaten path. And I think what makes me the ma- most mad about it is the fact that, um, We are, we've been praying for the season to move away from the Bad Batch, just doing odd jobs for Sid, because that's exactly what the whole first season was. It was just, we do this job, we do this job, we do this job. We're like, okay, you had that time. Let's see the Bad Batch move and actually start doing something more for the galaxy rather than this just being like an episodic show where there's like this, this little fun thing that happens and there's this little fun thing that happens. And the only sort of character building that happened in this episode was for Sid. And that makes me really mad because that means that they're sticking around. So um, I, just, I, want, I want Sid gone. I don't care for the character. I think it's like, oh yeah, it was cool for like the first thing, like old granny Trandoshan, but I'm I'm, I'm just tired of it. I'm Sweet. like, I want it to move on.
2: If I'm going to be really honest at this point, yes, because we don't want to see Sid more, and yes, we don't want to see Jobs. I feel like we need to get comfortable with the fact, and I'll... What's the word I was looking for? Predict this? That Sid will be with us till the end of Season 2. I feel like the Bad Batch will in some way, shape, or form continue to work for Sid, or keep a relationship with Sid, but whatever happens with her character is going to be developed in this. Like what I was telling Jacob before, there's almost 20 episodes of this season that we're getting. 16. Mm -hmm. Just about 20. We're we're a quarter of the way in. And something that Tommy and I were talking about too beforehand is that every single episode of the Clone Wars was never this action-packed thriller. People banged their heads on walls and tables when we had the droid arc that just so happened to lead to the Clone Commando.
1: You know that thing was four episodes? That's yeah. a four episode arc. That means if you watched four Clone Wars, episodes. if you were like us as kids and you watched Clone Wars week to week, you watched this across four weeks. People you know what I mean?
2: hated that yeah. arc, but George Lucas and Dave Filoni loved it mm-hmm. because of what it brought out. Because it was slow development the entire time to something good happening that progressed to what we see now what happening to Rebels. And now that's directly even affecting the Bad Batch. So I'm just going to say, it, you got to let the Bad Batch cook. Let it cook. The
0: difference is, though, is that that's a four-episode thing. That's an arc that spans across one large story. This was... We had a two-piece story. We had a one-off one-piece story that has to deal with another character in another spot. And then we have another branching story for another character come in. And then just out of nowhere, pod racing but new! It it The tone just... it's It switched on itself. It didn't feel like the rest of the... Ep- the rest of the episode set like a pacing and a tone and then this kind of switched it up and it kind of just left a sour taste in my mouth. Cause I was like, ah,
1: uh. so with the, um, I mean with like to that point, uh, I would argue that this is, this is exactly Dave Filoni's playbook. Like this is exactly how he's done. The clone wars is the same way. Um, when we had the Savajo Press arc in the clone wars, yes. that was what season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of that, you get that final scene at the end where mother Talzin shows, Savage Press, that image of Maul in that like globe that he can see that he's his brother is alive we don't touch that for like 12 episodes until like that storyline is revisited again so to me I look at it the same exact way it's 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 different now for the Clone Wars because if we want to just watch the whole Maul storyline you can just watch that back to back to back whereas with the clone, with with the Bad Batch, we just have to sit through it every week, and it was the same thing as the Trace and Rafa arc in Clone Wars season seven. We had to sit through that for four weeks. That was something like I I don't enjoy it. I I, I will watch it because it's Star Wars and I like yeah. all Star Wars, but like I I don't enjoy it nearly as much as the rest mm-hmm. of the Clone Wars show. You know, and and then another point that I want to make is I think I finally have come to a conclusion as to why the Bad Batch just keep hanging out with Sid, Because that's, again, like you said, I have that same, like, why are they still here? Like, mm-hmm. hasn't their debt been repaid? Like, haven't they, like, figured this stuff out? Can, they can just dip if they, they want could. to. Sid, there's Sid has no means of getting them back if they just walk out on her. But, I mean, uh, she does have the leverage of of she letting the Empire know that they exist. Well,
0: the Empire knows that they exist. Yeah, right. The only person that's sweeping it under the rug is Rampart.
1: Yeah, but the for me, I think the biggest thing is specifically Hunter. I don't even think the Bad Batch is completely in agreement about staying with Sid. We know Echo is against it because yes. he's he's voiced that to Hunter already. Um, I think personally Hunter really cares about Omega and he doesn't want her to live that that war-torn life that that they had to live, where their whole lives have been nothing but war. They want her to be able to to live a semi normal life even though she's a part of the team and she goes on missions and stuff I was going to
0: say if he wants her to live a semi normal life that's even more of a reason to leave cuz then you're not doing jobs you can go somewhere you could settle down you can make a life for yourself if you if he doesn't want her to live the life as a, of a soldier then stop doing bounties for a mob yeah. boss right it's like saying i don't i don't want to be a gangster no more but i'm still Kissing up to the the what is it the bizarros of Erie, PA.
1: Well, to that point, it's like it's it's kind of the. They but the Bad Batch also they don't know any other life because all their lives were was war. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something that they can apply their skill sets to, in order to. Not make money, but in order to um, mm-hmm. have some sort of normalcy and still be able to have a place where they can go and chill out and eat Mantel Mix mm-hmm. and play Dajaric and mm-hmm. do all the normal, you know, te- little little tedious life things, you know, that's that's kind of how I am rationalizing. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I can rationalize why they would even bother staying with Sid.
0: Mm-hmm. I think harking back to your point though about comparing this to the Clone Wars, I think my biggest reason why I kind of don't feel the same is season one episode one we see the clone wars logo and it burns away this is no longer the clone wars yes it looks like the clone wars because it's the same animation style yes it's the same writer but it's no longer the clone wars i feel like that's why i have a problem with it kind of going on these tangent episodes it doesn't feel like it fits with the bad batch where in the clone wars it's entire thing was, here's a story about Yoda doing stuff. Here's Plo Koon doing stuff. Here's Mace Windu doing stuff. All within the first season. It sets the tone for the fact that these episodes are going to be yeah. one narratives or every so often you're going to get an arc. But it's going to bounce around. That's That tone was set immediately. But when you're sticking with just one set of characters and their story through the galaxy, it feels a little bit weird to have something be like, Story driven, story driven side quest. Story driven side quest. It just.
2: I'll be honest with you, and I'll give a very hot take. The Bad Batch is for kids. That's no, 100- it's not. No, it's not. I 100% cross believe Crosshair said,
0: execute those civilians, please. Yeah. Use your flamethrower on them. But it's the same way
2: the Clone Wars was. Yeah, there was graphic things in the Clone Wars here and there, but that's how the show went. It isn't an and-or. It isn't meant to be as mature as that show was. So it makes sense that they have to take strategic breaks from the action to add something fun and so that people enjoy it. But again, like we said, I don't really think it's a big deal that we have this. It's just slightly more development on a character, and that's that's all I really got to say on it.
1: That's why I agree with Jackson on the let it cook point that you yeah, made just let uh, it cook that's is, why i
2: don't review episodes until it's over i think you have to let it cook
1: i think for me i think we are so used to and especially after coming off Andor, was the last thing we came off of every episode had something that would directly tie in with the plot and it was very heavy it was very serious there wasn't a lot of like happy-go-lucky fun moments this mm-hmm. is a cartoon this has the silly, goofy, ah, moments with the silly, goofy, ah, characters that, you know, do stupid things and, like, you know, slip on the water and, you know, like, like yell and scream and shout and do cartoony things. Mm-hmm. This And the Clone Wars did the same thing. Now, the Clone Wars, to Jacob's point, did have very serious, heavy moments and episodes that were very serious and heavy. And the Bad Batch does match that tonally. Um, but I do think at the end of the day, we are just always looking for that thing that aha moment and sometimes like like I had to tell myself like oh like I'm actually like, just having fun watching a little fun adventure in Star Wars yeah. like that's I think that you need those moments especially with a cartoon because of it's so heavy all the time that it's it's gonna it's gonna Way down the story, because it's mm. it's so, so dense with with serious things happening. Mm-hmm. And it also makes me appreciate the characters more. Like I already love tech, and I love him even more now. So when he dies, I'm gonna be even more sad hey. and upset, <laughs> you know <laughs> so but, yeah, there were um do you have a, do you have anything you want to say that?, I um, just want to talk about the episode because I do have like some little Easter <clears throat> eggs and stuff that I can throw mm-hmm. in.
0: Uh, but I was just gonna. Say, uh, yeah, it makes sense to have like lighthearted moments within yeah. it. In it. Um, I just think you can have lighthearted moments, but you can also have an episode that contributes to the overall arch arching story. Um, it just especially with I keep going back to this point. Three episodes that we've had so far have all contributed to pushing the story forward. So you had this train of momentum like story, story, story. And then you just hit a brick wall. That's this episode. So that's why I'm just kind of like meh about it because you set up momentum and then you killed the momentum and now it's got to get set back up again for whatever arc comes next or whatever mini thing comes next. In the end, I just don't really care about Sid and I kind of just want the Bad Batch to leave all that and go do something else. But um, with that, I think we can talk about some Easter eggs and things like that. The one Easter egg I noticed in this episode was in Sid's bar um on the racks they had the coca-cola
1: bottles that you can see at galaxy's edge that's cool i didn't notice that one i didn't see that at all they're huge too they're (laughs) like this big (laughs) yeah and one one last point too is i think by the end of bad batch when it's like what three four five seasons whatever they end up doing Mm -hmm. when it's in at the end we'll look at it how we do with like the clone wars like the first we i i tell people like the first couple seasons of clone wars like are not the best clone wars you there's like they have their moments but there are some episodes you have to struggle through Mm -hmm. but then once you start hitting that third fourth fifth season that's where it starts to get more consistent Mm -hmm. Um, i think that that's going to be what we see with this show by the end of it we're going to look back and like you know again it's like i can only imagine if we watch if we if clone wars was coming out and we were doing a podcast week to week on clone wars there would be arcs where we would just be banging our heads on the table going this is awful and i definitely agree with you it's not the best bad batch episode i'm not going to argue like any and it it has really you're right it has nothing to do with the plot i would even call it a filler episode it is absolutely just something to but at least in my opinion it served the purpose of giving tech and you're right sid like two characters a little bit more development a little bit more of something to, to look mm-hmm. forward to, you know? I still don't see where, he, I I get Tech was the spotlight. I don't mm-hmm. see where he has any
0: character development.
1: I think it was in in that he, in the beginning, he's very turned off to the racing. Then he starts to learn about the racing, mm-hmm. finds out that he enjoys it. And he finds that he is able to do something that, not the, that no, really no other human yeah. can do because of yeah. his ability to calculate and his ability. And honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you guys. I went into this episode thinking, oh yeah, Omega is going to be the one that ends up yep. driving the Speeder and we're going to find out that she's force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is 100% sense. what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was really pleasantly surprised to see Tech do something here. And mm-hmm. and it was for me, I think maybe that's why I'm calling it development because Tech actually did something for once yeah. and it was like something that he had to Tech had to trust his own gut and he had to, you know, go against those odds the, yeah pretty well, much yeah but the yeah only,
0: the thing i fight against that with though against have him having any like character development is his character's already pretty like i'm a brainiac i know everything i can do everything and the one thing that really pushes me to think like that it's not character development is when he gets out of the speeder and everybody's like you did it and he's like what you didn't think i could that that's what that's the one that's the line that cements it like it he didn't really change he's just, I just is who he is and here's my point is that Tech and the rest of the Bad Patch
2: only know how to be soldiers when he's having that conversation with Omega in the Venator about the Clone Wars was just several mission based objectives with the overall grand scheme that the Republic wanted yeah. to do. He has no purpose in life, but now he's discovered something that he is legitimately good at that doesn't involve being a soldier. And I feel like he realizes that as well when he gets out of the pod and people are chanting, Tech, Tech. And he's like, I can do something. That doesn't mean I need to be a soldier anymore, I have found a new purpose in my life. But that's probably one that's of the most profound
1: I things I have ever heard regarding Tex's character. I, that was like, that was great because
2: that's exactly what I thought. Because he's like, wow, I have a purpose. I have a meaning besides being a
0: soldier. Well, it doesn't turn into at least from what we know. This isn't turning into anything like I have a purpose more than being a soldier. He's
2: discovered he, his purpose. He,
0: well, he's gonna right next episode. He's gonna be a soldier again and going like, oh, this is something he's never done before. He pilots the Marauder. He's the pilot of the Marauder. But he's this never
2: is, raced before. But it's
0: not like he's never flown fast speeds, dogfighting, going in and out, doing things like this before. It's, it's this is very. I just
2: respectfully disagree with what you're saying and don't believe that you understand my
1: point. So that is why no, I, I will keep it at. I,
0: I, I understand your point. I just I also disagree.
1: I'm going to be on, um, I'm going to go team Jackson on this one. Of Respectfully
2: are, just text your favorite
1: that. Yeah. I, oh, I'm absolutely biased, but I do. I really like what Jackson had to say about this being something for tech, because that's been a huge thing for the Bad Batch as well. Can I just point out how we're talking more about this episode than we did the last episode, that which is was like factual. so content. Ha- what well, is happening well, this right is what on. This is what happens when we disagree. We have discussion. This happened what? This happened last season this too. With the Book of Boba Fett every, finale. Every oh single, yeah, that did happen, yeah. Every single
2: time.
0: You two are always like, this is great. And because I'm like, I'm not like- Do the turrets on it move! <laughs> every single time though because i'm not like i'm not star wars theory picky yet i'm not like oh what's not let's don't we're invoke not, his we're not, name. we're not gonna beat around the bush dude it's picky about things he's that's, he's very
1: that, picky he complained about screws and bricks in star wars when mm-hmm. they have always existed since day one
0: but that it, it's not dissing him he just he's picky with his star wars that's okay so it's cringe i think um, but yeah but I'm not, I'm not to that level. But definitely, as things are going on, and we're we're seeing things like Andor, what the storytelling of Star Wars is capable of, what the writers are capable of, the like the magnitude of writing that we can gather from Star Wars and the stories that can be told and the ways that they can be told, it makes me get a little bit more picky. It's like it's like taking me to it's like taking me to Burger King and feeding me their fries, and I'm like. This is okay. And then taking me to McDonald's and feeding me their fries. You gave me the worst and then you gave me the best. And now when you can make me eat Burger King fries again, I'm going to want to spit it in your face and be like, this sucks.
1: That's well, that I think though, is because the target audience of Bad different. Batch is different from Andor. Yeah, I agree with you. If you put that Bad Batch episode in front of me and then put Andor in front of me, Any episode of Andor, I would Mm -hmm. choose Andor because it's targeted for people our age. Whereas Bad Batch is more of your family friendly Star Wars. You know, it's Mm -hmm. I think that's what the Book of Boba Fett honestly fell into as well. It had its serious moments, but it Mm -hmm. was a silly. You know, when you have Boba Fett running around chasing the the servant droid. Yeah, yeah, like you have him chasing around the servant (laughs) droid in Jabba's palace. Like that to me, and like the butcher droid, like that to me is silly, goofy Star Wars. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, like I said, I agree with Jackson, but I also see your point. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the yeah. day,
0: it's not a bad episode.
1: Just and the 1313 13 podcast disbanded over the, <laughs> <laughs> over the <laughs> <laughs> season two episode. No, it's, it's really not that real. And if I hope if anyone takes anything away from this, you see that, um, you can have disagreeing opinions and it's okay when mm-hmm. it comes to star Wars. You
0: see how I didn't, I didn't curse his name and say that I hated him, and now I want to cancel him on Twitter because we disagree. <laughs> um, no, uh, just overall, I my point my point just leads with the story did not contribute whatsoever, and yeah. it, it was just the fact. And that, you're right in that
1: point. You're absolutely right in that. Point.
0: I think I think what gets me is the fact that even when we had episodes like this in season one, you could be like, "Okay, this had character development yeah. to it. This had this to it." All I got from this was just an entertainment factor. All, I didn't get anything new from this. That's yeah. why I feel like I have beef with the episode.
1: This episode made me laugh more than Star Wars. Is, like, out loud laugh more than Star Wars has made me laugh. Hmm. Almost, I would say... It's top five because okay. there was the moment where Teo gets destroyed the second time. There was the moment where they're like the blasters are going off and then like it pans that over. Bello
0: just gets and- <laughs> killed in the
2: crowd. It's like
1: <laughs> he just gets shot
0: and he's
2: dead. And I didn't I'm realize like- he died. He just goes, and I was like, no way. He just died. <laughs> like, I was like, reminder, Whoa. everybody,
0: you might die. So try not to do that. We're not
1: responsible, though. <laughs> but then I also like the moment where they're like announcing all the racers, which they're are like, mostly battle tech? droids. And they go, tech. Is that it? Is what kind of a name is that? Like I thought that was so funny, dude. Mm. Normally that would like I feel like it would take me out of it,
0: but Mm -hmm. I think I was
1: just enjoying myself so much and seeing how lighthearted it was Mm. that like I was like laughing with it. I was like, "This is hilarious!" Mm. Like they're making fun of him because he just has one name. Mm. Yep.
2: Kind of some things I wanted to chat about was the ending uh in the bar when they're picking up so there's just like a few things that i noticed that i wanted to mention first of all Omega's outfit looks baller looks way better than what we had seen in the initial trailers thank with god the goofy, she doesn't uh, wear the hat
1: thank god it's she looking wear the hat. more
2: like a bad back style outfit with the grays and the blacks i love it maybe let's continue it maybe let's go to some armor but mm-mm, mm-mm. beyond that as well it was the point and i feel like it's very deliberate as well because star wars won't like, just throw away things specifically, yeah. where the guys are like, you might want to watch out for Sid. You might want to watch out for Sid. Mm. You might want to watch out for Sid. That's and what so I was it's saying like, was her
0: only character development in the thing. That's why I was angry because I'm like, well, they said that and that's foreshadowing the fact that something else is going to happen with her in this season. So that's why I was like, Come So
1: on, I think we're going to have a Lando Calrissian situation on our hands with Cid. I think that something's going to happen where the Empire find- goes to Ord Mantell. Because mm-hmm. the Empire is spreading its grip throughout the galaxy mm-hmm. right now. I think they're going to go there. Sid is going to end up being put in a position where she has to turn them in. Yeah. And then um, she's going to end up hopefully dying to save them. Um, I think it's going to be one of those where it's like... She's with Omega. The Bad Batch gets captured. Omega's like, Sid, we have to help them. And she's like, nah, I'm good. It's called Ricks. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah, that's cool. kind of where I'm at. What happened with the, the
0: skunk from over the hedge? Where'd she go?
1: Wanda Sykes? That is true. What if that was just it? I hope that was just if it. If that
2: was just <laughs> it, then I'm going to be so confused. Like, why did you just put her in there and then never put her in again? I
0: feel like the problem's good. I think know what, it's probably going to be, they, they set up Sid to be this bad guy, although all this, and then Wanda Sykes is going to turn in the Bad Batch, and then Imps are going to show up, and Sid is going to do something to actually surprise everybody and actually be, like, a good guy and, like, cover for them or like save their lives or something. That's probably what's going to happen.
1: And then she's going to live on the Marauder with them. And oh be my there God. all the The time. other thing I was going to mention yes. as
2: well actually from that bar scene. I think
1: Jacob just has a crush on Sid. No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> whatever, oh, like, I think
2: he got a little crush whatever, on her.
1: whatever. Whatever is the the
0: dictionary antonym of crush, that's what I have on Sid. I think you look at her and you're like I'm, Sid, those I'm wonderful spikes you have on your head. Each one could just sit me. Sid is built like my grandma. I don't want anything to do with Sid.
2: That
1: was not nice.
0: What? It's short. It's got the old lady build. She walks like this. I don't want to hear she it. Is,
1: she is the definition of sleeper build. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Did you guys see the video where they have the... The margaritas it,
2: at the end. Yes! The, <laughs> the <Yes>! the, <laughs> they're like, that's a sleeper build right oh there. My God, I see that video only because of the first two seconds we see oh, that dude And everybody dude. goes <laughs>
1: I I went that was totally the only reason they recorded that video. There's no <laughs> way they were showing up the margarita makers. <laughs> that <laughs> Anyways, was so funny. Um, yeah, so a couple other goofy little. Oh wait, you had something to say? Yeah, I was just okay. teasing,
2: in the bar scene as well. And the guy who's the oh, driver, who lost. Yeah, it was like it was so off putting when they're having a conversation. Like, yeah, this is we do business. We're clear, and it shows them like look at his gun. and I was like what? I thought and Tech then was gonna like, get
1: shot and die. Yeah, really and then did. he
2: was, like, reaching for it, I was like, what? I was like, for me, that kind of threw off the vibe completely, because it was like, okay, yeah, you won fair and square, you're cool, here's said back, no hard feelings, and he was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and I was like,
0: I, um, the that racer is the same species as like the guy that's like in mm-hmm, like yeah. episode
2: one yeah. i was, I thought like, it was, I was the like is that the guy. same guy the fly but pointed out it wasn't mm-hmm.
1: i was like i was wondering if it was the same guy yeah so it's the same species yeah. I, I did like that they had a mix of aliens from original trilogy prequel trilogy and sequel trilogy mm-hmm. um the main guy i think his species is called a grumgar he's like the main boss the dude grumbus. um that is like taking sid and like talks about old times and like blah blah, blah with her um that guy was from the sequels. He's from yes. Force Awakens, yes. um, and and on Moscana's cantina. Yeah, um, he's and the then, one
0: that, that's big pimping with all them ladies. Yeah, we
1: yeah. have a Trandoshan, um, which is the same design from the Clone Wars um, as the Trandoshans in that Ahsoka Lost episodes. And we got the blue people that aren't Chiss, the Pantorans. Yeah, and then um, we also had a a Gam guard um, mm-hmm. with, yeah. and it was a, a the, I like the tubby Gam guards. I'm not a fan of the yeah. thinner, muscular Gam The Gamgards. tubby ones are fine,
2: but the the sleeper built gamguards are <laughs> kind of funny, middle. though.
1: The buff
0: ones in Book of Boba, they just it's uncanny
1: valley. Game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like I, I know a lot of people with a similar build to that. I just <laughs> um, Wow. Um, so There's some like
0: gamguards to be built like
1: Vin Diesel. I just <laughs> <got it. laughs> I want um, them to be like family. <laughs> I I liked that the the like we said the droids were mostly the racers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that was a total callback to Attack of the Clones. It was a battle droid head yeah, on a protocol her. droid body, and he does like a finger gun. I was like, that <laughs> they had so much fun with this one, and I really mm-hmm. liked with little details in the animation. There was a repainted commando droid, yep, which was cool was too, cool. and then just another protocol droid, um, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, the the battle droid head on the protocol and he does like the, like that was just to me that was mm-hmm. that was gold. Yeah, so there was just a lot in this episode I thought was really fun mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um it just it was it was fun Star Wars and I think yep. especially coming off Andor I'll appreciate it for that. You know that it was it was fun Star Wars and again I'm biased cuz it it absolutely furthered, you know, it guys gave a spotlight to my favorite member of the batch um but I, I feel like that's all I have to say. I can't believe that's we talked this on. long Me about too, this episode. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to talk about this episode for maybe 10 minutes. because we also talked was... for
2: 20 minutes before the actual episode
0: started. Yeah, well, that's true. This that's is true. what happens when, when you be podcasting. You talk about... A doobie, a, a doobie. It, it's more than just what happens in the show because... Yeah. The people watch the show. They don't need us to tell them what happened. Remember when
1: we used to give play by plays of the episodes, that was second beginning by second. End. I'm that so sorry. So I'm that so sorry. Cringe. We put you guys so, through. That. Uh,
0: first, we see, uh, and we're watching it Dude, like right here. But
2: don't forget about the scene where he
0: does the this thing.
2: Oh, and then after this, the scene, and then he takes a breath.
1: Yeah, it was really crazy. It was so bad. But thank you all we for improved. if you stuck around with us for that long. Yes. I hope, you know that was if cool. you
0: got through that <sighs> that. Hardship. <laughs> thank you for sticking like around. Awful face. Yeah. And uh, thank you, everybody, for making it through this episode. I can't it's, wait for this to get a total
1: of fifty-eight views. It's been a but while since fine. we uh, had an episode that went over an hour. It's yeah, been a while. Is true.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a while, but this is what happens when there's disagreements.
1: Well, it's funny because we have a joke that like no matter because there's a lot of stuff on the schedule for this episode. We yeah. have a joke that normally we're like, oh, we're gonna be podcasting for a while, and it goes like forty-five minutes, yep. and then we we just yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I
0: thought it was gonna be a lot longer. But, uh, no, I guess I just, we need to disagree more
1: often. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is, it is, does does make for better conversation. Yeah, it does.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, um, I lean as hard as I can into my, I did not like the episode. I watched it again with Delilah. The episode's fine. It's a fun watch. It's it reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of Clone Wars. It's just like, ha 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 ha. I'm just like, <clears throat> For content's sake, this episode sucks! <laughs> um, but thank you everybody so much for watching this episode yes. of the 1313 new Podcast. If you made it this far, you should like it, you should leave a comment, and yes. you should be subscribed. And if you're not already, subscribe and press that bell icon to support us on Patreon Woo-hoo-hoo. for your chance to win this Lego set February 1st. It's still sold out. It's still sold out. Wabam. So if you wanna get your hands on this, make sure that you're in that Gungan Boss tier. Shout out to Jackson for actually finding this in the store. Uh, absolutely on that grind. Um, but TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. We're going to be streaming soon. You're going to find out more about details on that in the discord. Perhaps maybe something Friday. Perhaps. We'll have to see. Friday, maybe Saturday. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode
1: of
2: the 1313 podcast. and We'll see you guys all next time. Goodbye bye everybody. Dun <laughs> Dun 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 dun
1: dun. <laughs> hum
0: dum dum dum
2: dum dum dum. Hum dum 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 dum. dum dum rum dum 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 dum